Hi everybody, this is Domenico Iannone, your host today, and you are listening to Metaconair, the official Metac Europe podcast. Today with me we have Petro Zorner, who is Director MDR and IVDR at Metac Europe. Welcome, Petro. Thank you, Domenico. Pleasure to be here. Today we're going to discuss the results of the recent uh, survey released by Metac Europe about the impact of the IVD regulations. But before diving into the results of the survey, Petra, can you please give us an overview on what the in vitro diagnostic regulation is? Sure, Domenico. So as you mentioned, the IVD regulation sets out rules to ensure safety and performance of IVD medical tests, taking as its basis a high level of protection of health for patients and users. Today we are in a transition period to the new rules. Most IVD medical tests have a deadline to be certified under the, under the new regulation by either May 2025 May 2026 or May 2027, depending on their level of risk. So tests with a higher risk have to be certified sooner than tests with a lower risk class. Until these deadlines, manufacturers may choose to continue to comply with the previous law, the IVD directive, or to uh, opt for compliance um, earlier on with the regulation. All IVD medical tests, which are today moving under the new regulation, will need at least one certificate issued by a designated auditing organization known as a notify body. Under the previous EU law for IVDs, only 8% of products required notify body certificates. But under the new regulation, it's important to understand that 78% of products will need a certificate from a notify body. This means that at least 35,000 IVDs will be covered by notify bodies for the very first time. Thank you for this uh, useful overview. Now let's have a closer look at the survey itself. What is the scope of this exercise? Sure. Um, so we launched our first survey assessing the state of the transition to the new IVD regulation in July uh, 2021. And then we had a second survey in October 2022. Um, and as you know, we recently published our survey report. <clears throat> so we were, um, when we launched the surveys, we were asked by our regulators to check what the state of the transition um, is for manufacturers. And as MedTech Europe, we also added our own questions to check where uh, there could be blocks or challenges for manufacturers in transitioning to the new rules. As you mentioned, this is the second year that you released this survey. I'm curious to know, is there any pattern that you identified or, for example, any trend? Sure, and maybe I'll just mention a couple uh, because there are many. So one notable trend that we see is that the IVD sector is making huge strides in transitioning to the IVD regulation. 34% of devices expected under the regulation already have CE marking, which is three times more than we saw in the 2021 survey. Also, 94% of large companies, that's almost all, all large companies, and 47% or less than half of uh, small and medium-sized enterprises have signed on with the Notify body and started conformity assessment for their devices. When we looked at the, when, when we did our survey, uh, we found that um, our 110 respondents represent around 75% uh, market revenue share and more um, small and medium-sized companies uh, responded than large companies, which reflects the IVD industry in the European Union. In terms of uh, the types of questions that we asked in the survey, we asked how many devices does the company still have under the IVD directive? How many devices do they intend to move to the new IVD regulation? Or will they discontinue some devices? 
Uh, other questions were, you know, does the company already have a notify body? If not, uh, what are the reasons why? How many certificates does the company already have? And how long did it take to get the certificates if they already have them? Another area we also asked about is what impact, if any, will the IVD regulation have on innovation? So as you can see, we had quite a large uh, uh, spread of questions that we asked in our survey to try and understand what is the state of the transition and what is the impact that the IVD regulation is already having on, on the market for, for IVD medical tests. This survey comes while we are in a transitional period for this regulation. So where are we in this transition? So, so as I mentioned, uh, Domenico, so 34% or, or, or just over a third of the devices expected under the new regulation already have CE marking. And when we asked the companies where they are in the transition and what their strategy is for transitioning, we found that um, most companies are in transition for their devices in some way. So only a minority have fully or almost fully completed their transition, and no companies reported that they would stop um, uh, certifying their, their devices. Most uh, companies reported that they will stagger their certification work in some way according to the extended transition deadlines. Others are working to gain their certification sooner or as soon as possible, and still others are waiting uh, for access to a notify body before they will start the certification work, and we would assume that that would mainly be the smaller and medium-sized enterprises. You mentioned that the IVD sector is making progress in uh, managing this transition period for the IVDR, but do you think that any device will be able to meet this deadline? That's indeed the question, isn't it? Uh, so as I mentioned, just over a third of devices are, are certified under the new regulation. This means that uh, around 60% or 66% of legacy devices still need to be certified on time before the end of their transition deadline. And um, the first uh, group of devices are the highest risk uh, or class D um, IVDs, which have until May 2025 to become certified. And it is critical that they are certified on time because these are the kinds of devices uh, which um, are needed to screen the, the European population blood supply, check cells and organs for transplantation, and manage and help manage infectious disease outbreaks. So what is positive is that already in October 2022, there were five certificates issued for high-risk tests, including for HIV and COVID-19 test testing. But... Um, we need to bear in mind that many, many more certificates are needed by May 2025, um, something in the region of at least uh, one uh, and a half thousand certificates, or maybe many more. So the survey does provide an early warning uh, to everyone that there are significant challenges which must be addressed um, by everyone, including regulators, notify bodies, and industry, to ensure that um, all IVDs can successfully transition by the end of May 2025 and the other transition deadlines. And this includes access to a notify body for smaller and medium-sized enterprises. As I mentioned, just over half of them don't yet have a contract with a notify body. So it's critical that smaller and medium-sized enterprises set up those contracts with the notify body soon. Um, and uh, for example, um, the impact here of not having a contract is that, we, is that the survey found that 51% of Class D, the highest risk um, devices, are still not covered by a notify body agreement, but they have the earliest transition deadline. Notify bodies face a considerable workload uh, in certification 
leading up to May 2025, which will also overlap with the other workloads needed for the next deadlines in May 2026 and May 2027, since the conformity assessment or the certification process for mid and lower risk devices will need to start considerably in advance of their deadlines to receive their certification on time. So lots of challenges ahead um, which need to be addressed. So there are some disruption in the process. Looking at the results of the survey, what do you think are the major issues that the sector has to face? Sure. So there, there are a few that the survey um, highlighted. And uh, one of them is that conformity assessment timelines, including the pre-review phase, the review phase, and the issuance of the certificate vary enormously in terms of time. Uh, and this is, this is um, significant because if you have long, unpredictable, and uh, a, a inefficient conformity assessment timelines, these can pose a significant financial and resource challenge for the industry, um, which camper the ability to bring new IVDs uh, to the market. And the IVD regulation is, re is reported by many respondents, especially smaller and medium-sized enterprises, as providing significant resource and cost challenges, which may also lead to the discontinuation of devices whose revenue is not expected to cover the cost of acquiring and maintaining CE marking under the IVD regulation. One other finding we saw is that companies report a 28% drop in preferring the EU as the, as the first place to launch a new regulatory approval. In other words, one expected impact of the new regulation will be to make Europe less attractive for innovative devices, and this is another area which needs to be addressed. To wrap up this really interesting conversation, Petra, is there any recommendation that you would like to give based on the results of this survey? Sure. So first of all, turning to recommendations for companies. So there are just over two, left, two years left until the very first deadline kicks in, in May 2025. So companies without a notify body should find one as soon as possible. This should become easier since we have seen three more notify bodies become designated since last year. Companies should bear in mind that it can take months to finalize an agreement with a notify body before the certification review process can even start. Um, and companies should also file applications um, as early as possible. This is especially because conformity assessment timelines can be long and unpredictable. So companies should really take that into account. Turning to recommendations for, for the system, um, the conformity assessment system does need improvement um, to become much shorter, less burdensome, and more predictable. Manufacturers need to be able to predict when they will have their certificates so that they can plan in production and also communicate about the availability of um, IVD medical tests to their supply chain and end users. And this is also important to support a smooth transition of IVDs to the new IVD regulation. It's also uh, equally critical for ensuring that there's no interruption in availability of updated devices and for allowing innovations to enter the European market. And finally, I'd like to end on a positive note, uh, Domenico, because despite the notable challenges which we see during this transition time, Europe does remain the first choice, uh, the first region of choice for many companies to manufacture diagnostic tests and launch new IVD products. And it certainly remains a region where the IVD industry intends to keep CE marking its tests and making them available to European patients. Thank you, Petra, for guiding us through this uh, really crucial topic. Thank you, Domenico. It was a pleasure to be with you. I would like to remind that the results of the survey as well as other information about IVDR are available on the MetaCurp website 
medtecheurope.org. And that's all for today. If you have any comments or questions, you can write an email to podcast at medtecheurope.org or discover more about Medtech Europe activities on our social media. Let's catch up for the next episode of Medtech on Air. <laughs>